Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, the morning news. 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Totally almost forgot what day it was there. Uh, Wednesday uh, feels right, and then I'm pretty sure it is right. A lot, lot has happened. A lot's going on, and especially, um, you know, more locally than on the national stage. Uh, we will talk quite a bit throughout the show about the Hamilton Southeast Schools Superintendent, Yvonne Stokes, and how she is likely to officially uh, resign today. Uh, she's, um, you know, already submitted a letter of recommendation of resignation, excuse me. Uh, the board will vote on that and she's likely out. Uh, here's the thing. Her three-year contract ends in June of 2024 anyway. So she's ending her tenure early. It's not exactly, you know, um, crazy um, and stuff you haven't seen before. Uh, but the, the truth is uh, the biggest part of all this is something I think we talk about a lot in a lot of places, and it's um, diversity. It's it's uh, pushing students to learn certain things about um, being inclusive in this way or that way, and then eventually you're like, wait a minute, are we teaching kids uh, stuff that we taught before? I'm a millennial. I learned certain things about treating people the right way, uh, treating your neighbor as you treat yourself. Or are we treating some kids that they're the bad guy and some? Some kids that they're a victim no matter what. Are we are we treat, teaching certain things that probably aren't going to be helpful that people in any community would tell you are not um, at all, um, you know, the sort of things that are going to help you succeed? Uh, the critical race theory stuff uh, claims that there's indoctrination uh, where students have certain ideology. Uh, those are all things that surround this this um, educator. And they're all things that matter. I, I love my favorite part of this argument, actually, and I don't mean to be specific to, to to Stokes anymore. My favorite part of anyone who says, like, that's ridiculous. We don't teach any of this stuff in school. How dare you? You should stop talking and be quiet and go over there. Uh, is, is the assumption that you wouldn't care if your child is being taught things way beyond, you know, math and English and way more into a certain political ideology or whatever you want to call it um, and putting your hand up and being like, Hey, I'd rather we just don't teach that in school. We don't have to teach it this way or any other way. I'd rather we just skip this stuff altogether. And people look at you and say, how dare you uh, accuse it? That's what's so funny to me in all of this is that of course, right now in 2023. Um, and I think for years to come, there will continue to be pushback from all the different like crazy, super woke things out there in the world, especially in the world of education. And so you want people in positions of power that don't have any of that surrounding them, don't have any of that belief system or or champion any of those causes or thoughts or things. Uh, you just want people who are devoid of that sort of stuff. Now, as I say all that, uh, there is one thing that, that really caught my eye, and it probably shouldn't have. I don't know if this is the thing that's going to be on everybody's, um, uh, you know, radar, or it's just unique, uniquely on my uh, radar, but I couldn't help but see some of the reactions to um, 
this uh, story today and the likelihood of this vote today, including some really hot takes out there about how horrible and terrible uh, certain parts of Indiana are, at least according to some. Uh, the Racial Equity Community Network is one of the places that put out a big, a long thought on this. Part of what they said, I'm just going to read some of what they said there. Uh, due to all that has unfolded in the Fishers uh, community over the past few years, we're sadly not surprised by this news. It was exactly three years ago this month that RECN was featured in Fishers Magazine for the racial equity work we were doing in the community. During that time, we saw city officials make comments to racial equity work, and those comments were very uh, quickly dissolved. Fast forward to now, and we have seen extremism, fascism, dehumanizing practices, and book banning thrust Fishers, Indiana, into a national spotlight. Uh, let me continue. I'm going to skip a little bit. Uh, the shift from anti-racism to fascism and white Christian nationalism has been hard to witness, yet was expected. Uh, when people, particularly white and those in positions of power, dive into actions without doing the deep self-work to interrogate internalized white supremacy, the status quo will remain intact. Uh, that is someone from the Racial Equity Community Network uh, talking about this. Here's the thing, and I know I'm a white guy. I'm a white guy in my 30s. I fill in on this show. So I'm not a name a lot of people in Indianapolis know. So I guess I'm a little bit, um, uh, you know, I don't know what the right word is for it. Um, throwing stuff out there to even have the hot take I have. But I've been told multiple times uh, by people that I interview on, on other radio shows that I do that white people have to be racist. And I look at individuals who say that to me, not me specifically, no one's accusing me on an individual level of this, just the generalized idea of it. And I go, what if I'm not? Like, what if I personally don't think I am? What if a lot of people I know don't think, what if, is that a possibility? No, not possible. You gotta be racist. I'm sorry, there's, there's no other scenario for you. Uh, that's as damaging of an ideology as exists in our society at all. And I've actually gotten a lot of people to say that since I'm, I'm a millennial, since I'm younger, that I've uh, learned a lot, not saying that other generations didn't learn this. Uh, in school, my whole life kind of been taught to treat people fairly, uh, regardless of the color of their skin, all of those things that you hear and that are supposed to matter. And uh, when I say that, that maybe, you know, the things I've learned in the years that I've been alive have helped me to not potentially be racist. Uh, people usually shake their head and go, maybe a little, but probably not totally. And it's hilarious. And actually, you know what I'll do uh, later on in the show? I'll play audio of Bill Maher, uh, who's obviously a far left guy that now says some things that make the left pretty mad. Uh, and one of the things he talked about recently was the need to see racism or the need to see race in situations where it may not exist. And that's something that he thinks is societal right now. And I agree with him because sometimes maybe the race thing is not the problem. But all right, quick break. A lot more. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC.